This is an Encounter Co. podcast. Enjoy. This just in. Paranormal phenomena of almost biblical proportions have been sweeping the nation, causing mass hysteria among the populace. We all go a little mad sometimes. What an excellent day for an exorcism. What up, everybody, and welcome to XD35 Podcast, the podcast where we talk about ghosts and ghouls <laughs> and creepy other things that I can't make rhyme. <laughs> yeah, what he said. Um, oh, God, you're using that? No, 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 no. This is a... No, 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 no. <laughs> no, please leave that in. No. Well, we don't, have, we don't have a name yet. This can go on the Patreon, and then if we have an official name, we'll, uh, <laughs> we can dub okay. in an intro for the okay. official release. Uh, yeah, welcome to the podcast where we talk about scary shit. Uh, yeah, except yeah, he's hosting, that's, that's so he has to Okay, do Brandon, it. host um, the show. <laughs> Luke's already Brandon, forgotten Brandon, the rules. Do fucking wow. I, I like when Shelby fights my battles. <laughs> <laughs> it feels nice to have someone here to protect me when Luke takes the intros, oh, goddammit. Oh, hush. Hush. <laughs> this is a... I wouldn't even call this a like a spooky story podcast. I would say this is more like the real shit. This is the this is the truthers podcast. <laughs> no, uh, no, you know Trump shit. Oh, um, this is oh, let's not let's that, not throw that, politics that, that, that has a different meaning now. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just meant like that's not what I meant by the word truther. Oh no, I didn't mean to make it political. God damn it! Wait, what's a truth? Uh, it's a Trump thing. No. Uh, um, that's a Trump thing? Oh, yuck. <laughs> yeah, which I was saying, like, it's truth as in, like, actual truth. Fuck it. Um, Paranormal <laughs> research. This. Damn it. Um, yes, thank you. Um, my, my name is Baron. You can call me Brandon if you want. I don't care. Uh, I am joined today to hey, hey. by both Shelby and Luke Godfrey. No, they are not married. Um, go ahead and introduce yourself. Incest. I told you, no incestual relations in this household. I, okay, okay, what the fuck? Okay, now I gotta explain that inside joke. No, you don't, okay, it's fine. Okay. <laughs> no, no, you don't. So today we're talking about Annabelle. Um, everyone's heard of Annabelle, I think. I mean, it's quite possibly one of the most famous haunts. I, I haven't. You have to be kidding. I, the, I, the movie, I Annabelle. I have no idea what Annabelle is, Brandon. Please explain it to me. Okay, but Luke is okay, also not. Well, yeah, no. In order for us to get there, you're gonna have to buckle in. <laughs> I'm buckled in. And so I want to say, strapped in let me radio. check here. I'm gonna. So the Annabelle movie came out in 2014. Um, it is. I want to say it's tied to the Conjuring series. It yes, is. It's, it's like a prequel to the Conjuring, which I can't believe that I just it, said that. Um, it was a spinoff. I think. I think it was originally a spinoff of the first Conjuring movie. Is what I think I read or heard on one of the warren's interviews yes yeah i'm looking here and it, yeah it looks like it's, it's like a spinoff because i guess annabelle was shown in the first conjuring or mentioned and it looks like they got a few movies out of annabelle because there's annabelle does it say creation yeah and annabelle coming home so they got three movies out of her uh so i guess good for you you know um <laughs> Uh, just a, uh, I mean, I think this could be fun for at least the Warrens cases, but let's go over like 
the ratings that these movies got. Um, on IMDb, it got a 5.4 out of 10. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> on Rotten Tomatoes, it got a 28%. Seems legit. And on Metacritic, it got a 37. So this movie was absolutely fantastic. <laughs> but for the ratings it got, I mean, 74% of the users liked this movie on Google. So, you know, some pretty uh, diverse ratings there. Um, it pulled in $257.6 million Holy in shit. the box office. I want to say his name is Tony Spera, the Warren's son-in-law. There was this this rumor going around that he was offered $2 million to buy Annabelle, and he refused it for people's safety. <laughs> so my thought is um, $2 million is nothing. When your movie just made two hundred and fifty-seven point six million, that's fair. Um, but also, hey, maybe, maybe, maybe he really, you know, wanted to protect people. And if he wants to be on the show, that would be great. I'd love to talk to him. Um, so when I say the names Ed and Lorraine Warren, like you may have no idea who I'm talking about, but their lives inspired movies like The Conjuring, Annabelle. Amityville horror, like things of that nature. Um, the term "based on a true story" barely means shit in Hollywood. <laughs> so uh, they they like they like to put that little like black screen with the white text "based on a true story" before these horror movies to kind of like really freak people out. But I think the true stories of the Warrens' cases, especially the ones that have been um, dramatized and turned into movies, I think they're insanely interesting, and I feel like. The movies miss a lot of like the nuance that makes that that makes these so uh, special in a way, because the Warrens, um, at least in like the the paranormal research world, are notorious, and not in a bad way. Like <laughs> they, it's it's like in the crime world mentioning Al Capone. You know, it's like, oh shit, yeah, everyone knows who that is. You know what I mean? Um, like compare them to Al Capone. <laughs> no, that's fine. Well, but that's not a bad segue though, because I mean, you know, we live in the property that butts up to where the old yellow motel used to be until they burned it down and like his secret tunnels, Al Capone's like secret, secret tunnels, tunnels and stuff. Tunnels. And supposedly it's haunted. So secret there you tunnels. go. Good segue. The Might have to be a little uh a little live stream out there. Oh god. Oh, Wait, how the hell are we to be live stream? Yeah, there's no way to live stream out there. It's, it's Oh no no, yes there is. Well if we brought if we brought if we brought the generator out there, like our little generator and the Starlink. Gener- if we brought a loud-ass generator and a satellite out there. Perfect. Yeah, it'd be fine. And a bunch of recording equipment. Well, Screw we can it. still film it. I'll put a I'll put a spirit box on the company card. Yes. <laughs> and we'll try to talk to Al Capone, figure out where his treasure is, like a pirate. Yeah. <laughs> well, and not even Al Capone. I don't think necessarily it's Al Capone's ghost that's out there, but like um, obviously there was a lot of murders at the hotel and um, murders, people he tortured. Yeah, like people that he tortured, and there's like a whole lot of energy attached to that area, supposedly. Ooh, I would love to hang out with literal tortured souls. That sounds like a great time. (laughs) (laughs) Also, I don't know if this needs to be said or not, but I'm your token skeptic, sheltered boy. So when it comes to things like energies and spirits and stuff like that, I am very... Yeah, how did that happen? Because I raised you. <laughs> yeah, I don't... How did that no. happen? Okay, there, okay it, was, <laughs> it, was, it was a struggle in the mind, as we shall put it, of between you raising me and our conservative Christian evangelical mother raising <laughs> me. 
to the point where I wasn't allowed to play with the Yu-Gi-Oh cards because they had Egyptian gods on them, and those were false idols. Oh, oh yeah. Well, I mean, there's Honestly, a reason why enough. I had Pokemon's to. Pokemon's better anyways. <laughs> oh, <laughs> preach it. Preach Digimon's it. best, though. Um, uh, yes. There's a reason why I had to sneak in high school. High school had to sneak the Harry Potter books home I from the library that, and hide yeah. them under my pillow so I could read them. <laughs> See, that's crazy, because my parents are uh, Christians. And I don't know if I'd use the word evangelical, but definitely Christian. And there was like there was like a weird gray area when it came to Harry Potter and Pokemon. Like Pokemon was fine. SpongeBob was fine. My mom and I would read Harry Potter as bedtime stories. So like that was fine. But uh, Bleach, the anime, not allowed. Why? <laughs> not allowed until I was like 15 or 16. That's dumb. Uh, because, because the afterlife in that show, yeah, because it's an alternate heaven. is the Soul Society. Yeah, dude, that show's yeah, great though. Yeah. Which I mean, like, like they they didn't understand anime, so it's like I get it, I guess. But also, like, I still watched it, Mom. <laughs> <laughs> uh huh. And I don't think I'm going to the Soul Society when I die. So right. Double win for you. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I guess it's pretty important to like explain our stances on these things. Uh, yeah, Luke's pretty skeptical. Um, I'm an ex-skeptic, but a turned believer via the power of, um, I guess you power can call him Jesus. <laughs> yeah, the power of God in anime has uh, given me a more spiritual outlook on things. Did you just say, I guess you things. can call him um, Jesus? <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, because that's not his name. Jesus, Jesus, Yeshua. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah. okay. Luke, I'm proud of you. Oh, yeah, I know my Bibles. Yeah. Jesus is like the wrong name for the dude. It is, but it's just the most well-known name, and that's why I got a little confused, because I'm like, wait, what do you mean? I guess you can call it. Got it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Sorry, that was confusing. No, you're good, you're good, you're good, you're good. (laughs) Shelby, what do you you think about all this spiritual (laughs) mumbo-jumbo? Well. (laughs) Um, So I grew up in... Uh, I literally was in church at a minimum of six out of seven days a week. Uh, grew up in a Baptist academy, went to a Wesleyan church. Christ. Um, and of course, all the people that I went to school and church with, we hung out with on Saturday. So, you know, never really got away from it. Um, and yeah. then kind of broke off from that because, you know, I have issues with how the traditional religion of Christianity sees certain things. Um and you know just kind of went off and Preach. looked on no my own thing but yeah for real <laughs> but um i uh even even when i was little i remember questioning things like well if everything is bad then you know why are there miracles across different religions or different cultures and you know um you know mm-hmm. for like even when i was young like middle school thinking you know well the aboriginals never or native americans never heard of christianity until you know the white people came in and so did they all go to hell like that's not fair mm-hmm. and you know just a lot of stuff like that and um personally i had a slightly traumatic childhood as a lot of us have had and um you know i think sometimes <laughs> when you start off you know at two years old with trauma i think that does affect the way that you see the world and i think that does open you up to certain things and unfortunately not all good things um so anyway long story short my current belief is that i think I think it's possible that everything's real, honestly, because I think that, you know, even like Mm -hmm. it says, you know, in, uh, well, I'm not sure if it says it in the Bible, honestly, now that I think about it, but you hear a lot of Christians say, you know, be careful what you give power to, you know, and then you bless power onto certain things and stuff like that. I do think that, you know, if enough people believe in a thing, then that thing is going to 
have it eventually have its own energy, maybe eventually its own sentience because of the energy and belief that is put an intention that is put into that thing. So yeah, I believe God is real. Do I believe in God as my God? Eh, you know, we'll see. <laughs> um, we'll see how this podcast unfolds. But um, yeah, so I do think listeners. that, you know, there is there is credence to, to everything. But I am also still on the skeptical side of, you know, I do believe in science, like science is a thing, obviously. So, you know, when watching like paranormal investigations online, like we were watching one the other night where the light in the bathroom kept turning on and off. Well, OK, but the camera's not pointed at the bathroom. So is that really a ghost or are they doing something for ratings like stuff like that kind of thing? Yeah, no, I get that. I think I had not to the same extent that you did, Shelby, but I had like I, I uh, even mom tells me to this day, like when I was really young, like stuff that I don't forget, mm-hmm. I would uh, go up to her and be like, well, well, if, if God, wait, who, so who made God? Yeah. If God made us, who made God? He, mm-hmm. made, he made himself. That doesn't make any sense. And she would get so flustered with me when I was a child, I guess. Mm-hmm. And oh, it, it didn't you really. Have, you should have been there for the conversation I had with our mother about the history of uh like the word sabbat or sabbath where the word sabbath comes from and why we celebrate easter and christmas when we do oh, and yeah. where yule came from and where oh, bunnies yeah. and chicks like sure easter came from oh my and why so easter is called easter oh yeah blew her mind i'm pretty sure the spinning beach ball of death was real <laughs> i think i think uh i think i guess after that it kind of took a while for me to get back into the questioning phase of things if that makes sense. Yeah. Well, and he, like also like growing up and stuff, like I didn't want to push you in a direction. Mm-hmm. I wanted I to make sure it was your choice. I appreciate it. It definitely yeah. was 100% my choice the day I, like, I can remember at least yeah. where I was like, oh, okay, I just don't believe in this anymore. Right. Well, and I've always tried to like educate you with like facts, not with like, well, what if this, you know, like that sort of thing. Which not, I always like, appreciated. Yeah. Yeah. Because I want you to make your own choice and not be like led in any direction. Oh, right. And I think because of that, I sort of teeter between sort of what you believe and sort of an agnostic atheist sort of like it's yeah. like it, it, at least currently in my mind, it's either all real or none of it's real. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. one or the other. It's mm-hmm. either either all of it's real and like the energy that we put into things makes mm-hmm. it so or it's all in our heads. So let me ask you a quick question. Yeah, we are so digressing. <laughs> yeah, no, no, I think this but, is I think this is good for episode one though because it it gives the audience an idea of like what where where we are yeah. in a mindset sort of way. Yeah. Do you remember when um, a couple friends and I went and had to go cleanse that house in Battle Creek? Yes. And you remember walking in there and not feeling so great. Yes, I do. I do remember this. Okay. Now, okay. at the same time, though, uh-huh. is that because there was something off about the house and there was like a bad spirit? Did in the house, you feel or different? Was I? Was I? Were you influenced by? Was I influenced mm-hmm. by what I already knew about the situation? Was I? Was Did I, you feel better when you walked back in the house afterwards? I don't remember actually. Okay. Yeah, I, don't remember. <laughs> I don't remember actually. I'm so sorry. It, yeah, it was really cool, Brandon. We did. Um, I'm very careful about things. Like, I will go sense a place and see, you know, because like I said before, I don't fuck with demons. Fuck that. Nope. Mm-mm. But anyway, it wasn't. It was a it was a house that a, tra- yeah. a lot of trauma had been uh, that a lot of trauma had been happened in. And then this malevolent entity energy, you know, had formed from that. Um, so we went to go clear it, basically. And I haven't heard anything. I haven't heard anything about That's it good. even from the tenants since then. So, hmm. yeah. Because, yeah, Michael, uh, Shelby's boyfriend, I don't, at least up until that point, was not like a believer in like supernatural spooky no, stuff. No, no, no. He is. He, oh, was. he was. Yeah. I mean, he's he's like me, though, where he's like, yeah, I've seen shit. You know, mm-hmm. I've experienced shit. But until then, like that was the first time like he no. saw shit. No, no. 
That might have been the first time he saw a full apparition. Yeah, yeah, that's that's what I'm saying. That might be the first time he's seen a full apparition. Um, but um, like he's seen shadow people and stuff like that before. But um, yeah, no, the entity, the energetic entity, like attacked him and um, like or tried to attack him, um, a couple of times I think. And then so we had to go clear it out, and um, it got a little sketchy because one of the people that we brought with us, um yeah took a risk that she shouldn't have taken and got possessed for a minute and it was great um but she opened that door so i do believe so back to the whole like we were talking about i think before we started recording um we were talking about how the warrens believe that you know only demons can possess something good segue good segue i think that thanks (laughs) (laughs) i do think that you know demons do you know demonic forces do have the power to force possession um i think though that spirits uh like a regular ghost or spirit maybe not a regular one but a pretty strong one regular uh ghost spirit entity energetic entity like that can um be channeled through someone um willingly or not if that door has been opened to them so yeah does that kind of answer the question? <laughs> that, that, what was the question? <laughs> we kind of we kind of went on a side tangent. That, 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 that's an interesting point. But no, yeah, I, agree. I mean it's good to know to establish some some like preface before yeah. we really get into things, like so people know the stances we're taking. Exactly. Yeah. I'm not like a I, I wouldn't call myself a Western Christian because I think the Western Church has got a lot of things wrong. <laughs> um, obviously. <laughs> yeah. But I I follow the teachings of the the actual apostles and Jesus and they mention spirits quite a lot. They mention like the things of the unknown. Mm -hmm. They do not discount those. And there are multiple times throughout these ancient teachings that they don't like disprove the existence of other gods and other deities. It's just like, Hey, don't keep them above me. So it's like never once is he like, yeah, these other gods don't exist. It's just, I'm like, I'm top dog. So that's like, you know, that's kind of my thing Mm -hmm. It's like, I think all this stuff could exist. I think I think That's ghosts fair. are very viable, and I think that if you think that ghosts are a I don't know like an agnostic or different religious point of view, you're wrong. <laughs> like, yeah, there are ghosts in the Bible. That shit happens all the time. Like, people don't die and go straight to heaven. Mm-hmm. No one's in heaven right now, but biblically, or maybe they are. I'll get into that later. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, are we opening that there's, can of worms? Right? Oh yeah, there's <laughs> a lot of stuff in the Bible that be, people just don't bring up nowadays. The fact that there's ghosts, there's possessions, there's there's other gods in the Bible that are sometimes stronger yeah. than Yahweh is at points. Yeah. Uh not stronger. It's it's the followers. Right, yes. My 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 my, my, my blah, 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 words. My bad. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, you're good, you're good, you're good. And that's not even me being like the don't talk about my God. Oh, no, 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 that's I mean, I think the story of Elisha with like the hill and the fire and shit is like a really cool oh, example yeah, of sure. like not disproving other gods but showing which one is stronger. Mm-hmm. Um but I, this isn't Sunday school. <laughs> so we have like the um the, the 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 Christian spiritualist, we have the skeptic and then we have like an omnist, I guess. You, would you call yourself Shelby? What's your label? Uh, like some I, someone who kind of believes that it's like all uh, real? Uh sure. We'll go with that <laughs> for now. <laughs> Listen, Wait, I, to it. you know what I am. You know what I believe, kid. But you can most say it. humans don't. Well, I do you think the don't want to get burned you, at the stake. Hang on, hang on. Do you think the parents are ever going to listen to this? Oh, God, they better not with all the stuff we've already said. Okay, then you can you can say what I, you I are. It's it, fine. This is a safe space. I've never even told boyfriend. You haven't told boyfriend? I mean, I think he knows. I'm sure I mean, he knows do at this know? point. I'm sure he you knows at this point. Me. I'm a witch. Okay, I said it. 
Oh my gosh, burn her at the stake. <laughs> burn her. Hang on, hang on. No, no, no. We'll throw her in some water, and if she drowns, <laughs> then she's she's all right. Yeah, I'll put weights she's on your right. ankles and throw you in a river. And if you die, <laughs> you're not a witch. But if you swim to the right. top, you're a witch, and I'll kill you. You're a witch. So that's, that's yeah. fine. So uh, that actually brings up a question. Uh, are you witch or are you Wiccan? Is there a so difference? There is oh, a difference. A so okay. a witch. Witch isn't a f- uh, being a witch or practicing witchcraft, and it's not just for women. Men can be witches too. Um, there's a whole thing about it, but yeah, so Wiccan that, is a religion. Harry yeah, <laughs> um, Wiccan is a religion. Um, you you know, there's the Wiccan read where it's kind of like. Oh, I'm gonna offend some Wiccans, but um, You're it's fine. it's You're fine. it's like the Ten Commandments. Basically, the main line that everybody hears from the Wiccan read is, you know, um, do no harm, kind of thing, and that's basically what they base mm. it off of. And some people take that, you know, a lot more literally of like ve- strict veganism, that sort of thing. But it basically means that if you are Wiccan, you don't wish harm upon the earth, you don't wish harm upon others, um, that sort of thing. There's a whole bunch of other pagan religions um, that kind of go along that align similarly to that so you can be a wiccan and you can be a witch you can be a christian witch um which those are very closeted for the most part because you know Mm -hmm. obviously witches are very persecuted within the christian religion because (laughs) reasons yeah i feel like both sides of that wouldn't be very happy (laughs) oh yeah for sure (laughs) so what i found is that with the pagan personally anyway with the pagan religions compared to your more structured religion your more judaic religions i should say pagan versus judaic Mm -hmm. um they're a lot more open to talking about their faith their 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 practice, you know, whatever it is, um, whereas and being open to learning knowledge from other walks of life. Whereas, you know, with your Judaic religions is a lot tends to be um, overall a lot more strict of, you know, I don't need to listen to what you say because I know I'm right in my God. And, you know, um, it says the great uncle Iroh once said, you got to get information from all walks of life. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, if you say that you're a Christian witch, you know, a lot of, it it does offend some some pagans and some witches and stuff because because of the persecution that happened and stuff like that, but you know, for overall, they are a lot more open to educating about their way of life and not forcing it onto people and that sort of thing compared to the Judaic religions, which I really appreciate because I really like to sit down and have a conversation about Hey, you know, what's your life like, you know? <laughs> and valid. I found that yeah. culture is 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 or religion is warped, faith is warped by culture and where people came from and that sort of thing. So, I find all of that super fascinating, but but yeah, basically most pagan religions Yeah, that is really fascinating. Yeah, pagan religions basically uh come from earth-based worship, I guess, earth-based faith of taking care of the earth, taking care of other people, not being a dick, that sort of thing. That's fair. That's fair. Huh? <laughs> so you're an earthbender. In the world of the Avatar, Ooh. maybe, Ooh. maybe I'm an I don't know. I'm an Airbender. Yeah, I want to fly. <laughs> I want to fly. <laughs> Luke says, "Yeah, <laughs> flying would be fun." Mm-hmm. What would you be, Brandon? Oh God, uh, I've taken the test so many times, and it's like always <laughs> Firebender. Hell yeah, nice. Because also, I want to fly. Um, <laughs> oh yeah, I forgot you do like, Firebending sometimes pulling um you know inspiration and wisdom and knowledge from all religions and spiritual outlooks and walks of life the warrens actually did that and convinced the catholic church like the vatican themselves that it is not just angels and demons which i think is really interesting Hmm. um so before i even get to that point of their story let's take it back 
like way back to America's best, most non-problematic time period, the 1940s. Um, when Ed and Lorraine Warren met, uh, it was the early 1940s. They were both 16, and they met at a theater that Ed worked at. The two started going out, um, but then, sadly, Ed went off to fight in World War II. Uh, you know, killing Hitler and shit. Um, as one does. Ed came back on leave. Yeah, as one does, you know. Um, Ed came back on leave. They got married, and then they had their daughter a year later. Once the war was over, Ed actually became a painter with a focus on things such as landscape, nature, and scenery. He said, fuck um, you, Hitler. He, I'm going to be a better artist than you ever were. Right? Like, that's kind of ironic, I think. <laughs> I, think I think there's some fun irony there. Um Ed always had a really strong interest in the supernatural, though. Ever since he was just three years old, Ed would tell stories about how he would speak to a ghost woman who lived in his bedroom. Which, to his Catholic parents, a little creepy, you know? Um, yeah. That and the belief imagine. that his house was haunted growing up, I would say it pretty directly inspired this interest that he would be investigating and pursuing until the end of his life. Lorraine, though, identified as a clairvoyant, which, for those of you listening who don't know what that is, that's someone who can sense and pick up on supernatural energies. Uh, she actually realized this in grade school, like early grade school, when she could see her teacher's auras and found it extremely odd that nobody else could, like, or I should say that not many other people could. Because like she would like mention her teacher's auras to her teachers, and they would be like, like stop, but... Stop with the nonsense, right? Because anything that wasn't, like, directly from the Bible at this time in America was like, eh, don't do that. You know what I mean? Um, but coming back to our time post-World War II, Ed and Lorraine had a sort of scheme to investigate these paranormal sites, or at least suspected ones. Ed would actually go to houses that they believed were haunted. He would stand outside of the house and paint it, Okay. Whenever he would finish this painting, he and Lorraine would go show the people that owned the home. Um, he would show them the painting and like pretty much talk their way into a tour of the home. Which I mean, I guess like back in that time wasn't super weird to like give people a, like a house tour because almost every house back then was like it, it had a story, you know. Uh, not not many new houses were being built because of things like the wars that were going on. So a lot of these houses were from like late 1800s or even like mid to early 1800s. Like these houses had stories to them. Mm -hmm. Uh, So Ed would go show the house or show the painting to the homeowners and they would like talk their way (laughs) into a house tour pretty much. Um, People started recommending them around town to do these like house paintings, which side note, if we can find like an original painting from Ed Warren I want one so bad. Yes, please. That would be so cool. One of you fuckers better invite us on a house tour, goddammit. (laughs) Oh. Oh man, that would be fun too. We'll set up an email. We'll get we'll get them coming in. We'll get this done. And if you have a painting from Ed Warren himself, um, I'll give you my address. Just ship it to me, please. (laughs) I don't even need a P.O. box for that. We're not paying you, but you have the honor of shipping it to us. Correct. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, you can pay shipping. You can lose a like a priceless piece of you know paranormal history. Um, just give it to me. Yeah. 
Seems fair. In the 1950s, the Warrens founded NESPER, the New England Society for Psychic Research. The main purpose of this society was to look into and discover secrets of the supernatural and occult. Side note. Um, in the future, if I say the word occult, that does not mean devil shit, okay? The occult <laughs> means hidden. That, that's what occult means. Occult means hidden. Occult is not inherently evil, all right? I know, and I, I know you two probably know this, but this is mainly for <laughs> listeners. Nope, nope. The the term occult has a very negative connotation now. Like in oh, today's yeah. society, it literally just means hidden, okay? Um, but today, Nesper has investigated up to 10,000 supernatural cases. That's a lot. 10,000. That's, that that's a big number. Founded in the 1950s, let's, let's say that's 70 years, 10,000. That's so much content. Like, <laughs> that's so much content. Baby, Thinking I'm, like I'm, a I'm creator. Esper for a while. <laughs> oh my gosh. Ed and Lorraine, though, were both devout Catholics, so most of their beliefs had a basis of Catholic ideology. But as uh, as we go on and kind of investigate these cases, you'll see that. They kind of stray a little from I was like gonna say, the stereotypical Catholic ideology. Yeah, I, I, would, I would be curious to see like how this would because when it comes to supernatural encounters, it's going to do one of two things from what I've seen. It'll either uh, just strengthen you in your faith or whatever it is, or completely break it. Yes, yeah, that's, that, that, that's very true. I, I, I saw you. I saw. You. <gasps> well, yeah, no, I'm sure he's going to get to it, but at some point, um, Lorraine, I literally watched one little ten minute video, so I don't know, <laughs> Jack, but. Um, <laughs> but no, Lorraine, you know, said, you know, not everybody can do this because if you have any weakness, like you're done, yeah. like you're screwed. Yeah. And then Lorraine Warren on many accounts state that like their, their faith and, um, who they put their belief in is the reason that they were able to do this life. Like they were, they were able to live this kind of lifestyle and not just be tormented, <laughs> you know, like it was, yeah. it was their faith that almost protected them at least that's what they believed mm. um I, I would also attribute it to their practices they were very safe when it came to these uh these haunts and these entities they oh would my god take yes. the proper p- precautions because like if you watch like the paranormal like the ghost hunters and stuff on youtube i'm like how are y'all not haunted and possessed and have attachments all the time because none of you know what to do like, how do you no. not? How are you not dead? Yeah, there's no, there's no cleansing going on. There's no cleansing, no prayers, no, no nothing that they're doing. They're just walking in with a spirit <laughs> box, and I'm like, hey, those stress me out to the extreme. Right, because they don't even set intention. No, 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 no. They just walk in with the idea of let's find some evidence for ghosts, which yeah. terrifies me. <laughs> yeah, that shit terrifies me. We could probably do a whole episode on how you should like protect oh, yeah, yourself going into stuff like this. Yeah, we could do a. Oh, that would be interesting. Like that. That would be really interesting. Because I'd be curious too, because I have no clue what you're supposed to do. Oh, really? Really? 
I mean, I know a little bit just from overhearing what you've talked about before, Shelby, mm-hmm. but yeah, like, I'm not sure, like, what, you, it, it, what I've heard from you is very vague, like, oh, protecting yourself, putting up, like, a mind shield, yeah, uh, there's going different, in with the right there's a, there's a bunch of different ways. Um, obviously, Christianity is a lot of time invoking the word of God um, in the name of God, and obviously, Brandon can correct me if I'm wrong, um, but also setting that intention of, you know, this is a this is a clean, clear space, no malevolent energies, or wh- however they say it, demonic, you know, whatever, mm-hmm. is allowed into our space as we communicate, mm-hmm. and this opening is only for a specific spirit or entity or for you know ones not meaning um mischievousness malevolence or harm gotcha. which i guess that's the same thing but no bad vibes yeah, you, you, you pretty much got it right yeah it's the idea of no bad vibes you gotta, yeah. give, yourself, you gotta give yourself the vibe check before you go in. <laughs> yeah. vibe check it's them a heart posture. <laughs> that, that's that's a pretty yeah. common term Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, like in your in a lot of like yeah. uh, your pagan, your more pagan religions, there are certain things like, especially in witchcraft and Wiccan, like you'll set, you'll actually set a circle, um, and within that circle, you you, you know, it's a safe space and that sort of thing. So there's different that's, ways that's to do it that we can talk get about. Tagged. Yes, that's gotcha. the zone. That's the no tag zone. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So that's why, like, like personally, I will not touch a Ouija board because oh, yeah, no, that. listen you can open a portal on your own you don't need a you don't need a Ouija board like burn that <laughs> shit all please agree with that. <laughs> can't believe Hasbro makes those and markets markets it to kids they it's do not so there is a yeah. um, most Ouija boards you see are made yeah, by Hasbro they're oh, made fuck. for what is it like five and up or something like that five and up no yeah if you look at the kids board game mm-hmm. section that's what the Ouija board is but oh, there God. is a I'm not gonna say it just because like that's her own story but she's a very well known um, creator on especially on TikTok um, but also on YouTube and she at some point in one of her YouTube videos talks about how when she and her friends were young like you know early middle school they were messing with a Ouija board and um, they contacted something and it wasn't good and obviously this was before they knew you know bad things exist like they're real Um, (laughs) and they all said they wanted a cat or a kitten or something like that and the entity said well what would you give me in return and they they you know they were like ha 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 you know somebody one of us is messing with the Ouija board and they're Uh like well our first you know you can have our children and why would you say that yeah and to this day as far as she is aware she said that none of them have been able to have kids <laughs> yeah so no ouija uh, boards please yeah, that's, that's... <laughs> yeah we're never doing that i would that. just say as a preface for anyone if you're not uh knowledgeable about what you're doing with the spiritual just don't fuck with the dark stuff you know yeah yeah like if you don't know what you're doing just don't don't mess with it even yeah. even if you're if you're someone who doesn't believe in it I'll take Pascal's wager. If it doesn't exist, yes. <laughs> then hey, then you never had the risk of running into it. But if it does exist, you could really, you know, fuck that's, some that's... shit up in your life. So mm-hmm. don't. I should, don't I should do get it. Pascal's wager just tattooed on my body because that's why I just buy with that stuff. I'm very ignorant to a lot of that stuff, so I just stay the fuck away from it. Yeah, which I appreciate. You know, you're not, for the most part, you're not one of the. St- Stupid people who says something stupid doing for the, for the most part. And if you do, I'm like, like what like the, the hell did TikTok you just say? Who calls yeah. out to all witches to curse him. Oh gosh. Yeah. Have you seen that guy? I I, I saw that video. I haven't seen anything of him since. That's dumb because she's there are... some kind of like atheist activist. Mm. He like which listen. Yeah, his first thing was like. I'm going to spend 30 days trying to get possessed by a demon. And then like that didn't work. So he's like, see that guy's Christianity doesn't exist. Now I'm calling out all the witches curse me. And it's like, Oh dude, I don't clearly. He doesn't understand what karma and intent is because like, 
I I don't mess with like curses or anything like that for the most part. But like, you know, why would you why would you invite that into your life? I'm sorry, pause for the most part. Well, no, because there's such <laughs> I don't I don't I believe that, you know, karma is a thing. You and if somebody? you put bad things in the universe, the bad things are going to come. What did you just say? Did you ever curse somebody? No, 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 no. The worst thing I think I've ever done is like a neutral thing where like if you fuck with me, like you get that karmic backlash okay, on you okay, okay. as soon as possible kind of thing. Gotcha. Gotcha. You cast counter spells what you did. Um, <laughs> yeah. More like a bounce Wait, back. Um, bring it back yeah. to D&D, Luke. No problem. Yeah. No problem. We have a D&D podcast. Go listen to it. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, the encounter table. Check it out uh, every other Wednesday. Um, uh, so, yeah, since... Uh, the Warrens were both devout Catholics and a lot of their uh, beliefs and um, practices going into this were kind of rooted in Catholic theology. Anytime they believed that a haunting was legitimate, they would either bring in a priest or a spiritual expert within the church, which I I had never heard of spiritual experts within the Catholic church. I'm definitely going to do more research on that because that sounds... We know pretty him. interesting because if it's not a priest and it's you know, like, what the fuck is that right um but here is uh something a little interesting tidbit about um ed warren ed was the only person that was not a priest or official member of the church to be called in by the catholic church to do spiritual excursions hmm. oh that's cool so i believe that maybe these spiritual experts is kind of like what the warrens did but working within the church mm. I guess, like, if they couldn't figure it out, they would just call in the Warrens. <laughs> Specifically, Ed. They're like, hey, we don't know what Which the I fuck we're if... doing. You get a hall pass? Yeah, right? Like, that's 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 pretty... Like, I mean, for for the Catholic Church, which is such an ancient, like, spiritual force, to be like, yeah, we don't know. Call in, <laughs> call in the people from New England. That's <laughs> so wild. But like, yeah, like in basic terms, they were so trusted and well-respected that if the Catholic Church or even the Vatican at times were contacted about spiritual slash demonic forces at play, they would just send Ed and Lorraine Warren first to verify. Like, that that to me is crazy. The Vatican, like the, the hub of the Catholic Church being like, oh, hey, we got this call. You guys want to go check it out? <laughs> like, that is so <laughs> fucking weird to me. But... Um, moving on, I have a really cool quote um, from them that I, I think kind of encapsulates their beliefs and why they um, why the, why they did what they did. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. um, that quote is: "The fairy tale is true. The devil exists. God exists. And for us as people, our very destiny hinges upon which we elect to follow." Ooh. I like that. That's a cool very, quote. Very well said, right? That's a very, that's a cool very quote. That's a really, very eloquent in the way they said it. I think it's really cool. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. It it almost it almost adds like a an air of um, necessity. Yeah. In what they believe, or like urgency, almost. Mm -hmm. Yeah, which I, I think is cool, especially like I mean, seeing what they have seen and probably experiencing the things they experienced, I could definitely understand the the urgency. <laughs> like that, that, that quote yeah what i like about it too is that it's not alienating like most quotes that deal with like christianity and god too it's not like alienating right. to to people outside of that faith or religion yeah i like that yeah i would say it's more inviting yes 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 yes, yes. It's, like, it's almost it's almost like a warning mm -hmm. like hey it's real um both of these people exist mm -hmm. 
let's uh pick 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 the good guys you know uh, but yeah yeah um now earlier we mentioned kind of the idea that like ed and lorraine warren had beliefs that kind of extended beyond uh the catholic church yeah and that began in 1965 they believed to meet a ghost by the name of cynthia who was lost and looking for her mother um this spirit obviously not being evil um which catholics for the longest time believed that spirits could only be evil if they were still on earth um this was a turning point for ed and lorraine warren Mm -hmm. uh as they decided that rather than just documenting all of this for the church and then leaving they actually wanted to start helping people and potentially these spirits so around this time they started collecting supernatural entities particularly uh dark or evil ones in their basement. They felt that all of these harmful things would be better kept by people who can contain them via spiritual practices. By the way, this is what we now know as the Warren Occult Museum. It's still there. Oh. It's still in their basement. Like the Warren Occult Museum is still just their basement. Like if you go That's to dope. visit it, you have to like go through their house and yeah, it's, it's really cool. I've never been, but I really want to go. I don't think they have, I don't, I don't, I don't think they're open for visitors yet though. Yeah. I was going to say, I think they um, used to be and then they shut it down because people were trying to take things. Ooh, yeah. Not good. Correct. Which there's a story with the Annabelle doll that I think is one of the reasons that they, they shut down, but hey, we'll get there. Don't worry. Uh, their basement contained things or still contains things from instruments that play themselves demonic statues used in satanic rituals and possessed dolls which if i do say so myself is the perfect segue into today's episode correct the story of annabelle in 1970 a woman gave a raggedy ann doll to her 28 year old daughter donna donna um she liked to collect dolls and her mom was just trying to be nice, right? By the way, um, I don't ever want to hear someone say that they don't like a gift that I got them. Cool. Because it could be worse. I could have <laughs> bought you a fucking demon. So shut your mouth. Um, I mean, hey, that'd make a great podcast. Just <laughs> podcast episodes. That would be, right? That yeah. now, now you're thinking. Yeah, see? Oh. No, yeah, no, no. Do like, do like the YouTuber face where it's like the hands on the cheeks like, oh! <gasps> Yeah. Baron bought me a demon turned sexual. <laughs> oh, no. It's like all in caps. Jesus. Oh, no. That'd be hilarious. Or it's, it was like gone wrong slash gone sexual like in every yeah. YouTube title. Jesus. Donna and her roommate, Angie, put the doll in the living room of their apartment. And that's when the proverbial shit began to hit the metaphorical fan. Um, at first, it was just like little things. Um, the doll would fall off the couch or it would show up in a different chair than where they left it. Shit like that, right? Over time, things got progressively worse with Annabelle. For example, rather than making little movements, um, when Donna and Angie would get home, Annabelle would be laying on one of their beds behind a locked door. <laughs> if you could see Luke's face right now. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll record we'll start doing this with uh, film eventually so you'll be able to see reactions Donna's boyfriend would come over and every time he would he came oh, rewind Donna's boyfriend came over uh, fuck you're good third time's charm you got you're it you're good Donna's boyfriend would come over and every time that he came he would just get these really 
I hate to use this word, but really bad vibes from the doll. Like he would just start feeling really uneasy, no, nervous. Think, oh my god, that's a good joke. Thank Fuck, you. Fuck, that's a Thank good you. joke. Thank you. Someone's hiding behind comedy. <laughs> <laughs> I now, do my best. These uh, bad vibes, if you will, will they only intensified when they started finding parchment paper, which, mind you, they did not keep parchment paper in their home. Um, around the apartment with writing on it uh, with phrases like help me written on it in a child's handwriting. Donna's boyfriend began to have nightmares of the doll where it would just be sitting on one end of the room watching him while he couldn't move. One night while one of these nightmares was occurring, the doll crawled up his legs and began to choke him before he woke up. Okay, what... <laughs> Uh, obviously being pretty shaken by this dream he yeah, that's was uh a, that's that's a major like difference between like oh leaving little notes around the house not showing up in the same chairs before that, that, Full that was on a nightmare fucking choking someone out the choking was a nightmare i missed that part the adhd is strong the in this ADHD is strong <laughs> even if it is a nightmare that's still that's still pretty yeah that's a, that's a pretty that's strong a projection shift. of bad yeah i'm gonna get that tattooed on me Pretty strong projection of bad. <laughs> <laughs> so the morning after the uh, the choking nightmare, uh, while he was telling Donna this story, they heard a rumbling from one of the rooms. When they went to check the room, they found the doll face down on the floor. Now this is where things start to kind of, you know, take a bit of a turn. Oh, now they're taking a um, turn. <laughs> when the boyfriend went over to investigate, he got an extreme sharp pain across his chest and blood began to seep through his shirt. This is no longer a dream, Luke, by the way. Luke's like dying in the corner right now. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Um, The account goes that when he pulled up his shirt, it was said to reveal deep claw marks, seemingly from an animal. While he began to panic and tried to put pressure on the wounds to stop the bleeding, the claw marks just disappeared. It was after this incident that uh, Donna, Angie, and Donna's boyfriend decided to call a psychic to do a seance. The psychic deduced that this was a ghost of a seven-year-old girl named Annabelle Higgins, which is where we get the name Annabelle. Hmm. The medium told them that the little girl was lost, but felt safe with Donna and Angie. Donna and Angie, feeling bad for Annabelle, decided to let her stay. Side note: bad fucking move. Yeah, yeah. Let's just let's <laughs> just give it permission to stay. Feel safe with me. Oh golly. Yep. A few more weeks went by, um, and these interactions with Annabelle did did they didn't cease there was no more um you know claws there was no no more no, no more of that um but more notes were left by Annabelle um more teleportations more nightmares things of that nature um um and since it didn't cease and even Donna and Angie tried reasoning with Annabelle like they they tried having like an intervention with the doll which I think is really funny sweetheart I know you've been having trouble adjusting to your new life as a possessed demon doll but have you considered not being a total bitch (laughs) yeah that's that's literally what I'm thinking (laughs) like hey you're seven what the fuck I put okay do you want cocoa melon like do I need to put cocoa melon on the tv for a raggedy and doll 
Like, Jesus Christ. Like, just fucking... Oh, wait, did I say his name? Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so they decided to contact the Warrens. Um, the Warrens discover that this was not, in fact, a seven-year-old girl. Shocker. But a <laughs> demon. Um, and this is kind of where the idea that Warrens believe that ghosts do not have the ability to possess, that power belongs to the demons. Oh. This is kind of like what solidified that for them, right? Like the info they needed to know that like, oh, this isn't actually a spirit. This is a demon that is lying to you to like stay next to you to make you think that you're like, almost make you think that like it's okay to be around. Or, like safe. Lying little bitches. <laughs> right? Well, hey, you know, I don't think demons have the greatest track record with uh, being truthful, so. Fair. The Warrens called in a priest, and an exorcism was performed, but I guess it didn't work, um, because <laughs> yeah, the Warrens, after some, I, I'm pretty sure it didn't take much convincing, but the Warrens took Annabelle, and on the drive home, the brakes went out in the car. Oh, no. Okay. Um, the car was swerving all over the road. Ed couldn't keep control of it. The brakes were out. So Ed let the car roll to a stop put it in park, he got out, splashed the doll with holy water, and whenever he turned the car back on, it was fine. <laughs> Which I think is such a pimp move from Ed uh, Warren. Yeah, what? Yes. what? That is awesome. Like, that is like the definition of like, don't make me turn this car around. Literally. Like, the way that, like, <laughs> in my mind, this is just like a kid throwing a tantrum in the back seat. You know how like how like your dad would like, put his hand on the passenger seat and look back real quick. Mm -hmm. And you're like, fuck, I, I gotta sit down. I feel like this is Ed more did the equivalent of pulling over the car, opening up the back seat, and bitch slapping your kid. Yeah, basically, actually. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Which Ed just did to a demon. To yeah. a fucking demon. Jesus. Dude's like, got balls. Yeah. Ed had that dog in him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he pulls over the car, splashes it with holy water, gets back in, starts up the car, and it's fine. A few days pass, and um, Ed and Lorraine pretty much just had the doll, like, in their house. Like, they, they didn't really have it locked up or anything yet because they didn't know how, I guess. Um, so they were kind of just dealing with it. Like, the doll um, kept teleporting, but I guess maybe maybe this demon was, um, maybe not necessarily scared of Ed and Lorraine, but I think it knew not to act up or it would... Like get, get bitch the holy water. Holy water. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll get put in timeout. So <laughs> it just like it kept doing the simple like teleportation stuff. And on one account, Ed took the doll out to his backyard and locked it in a shed. Oh. And by the time he got back in the house, the doll was sitting on the couch. <laughs> if that's not the biggest ha 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 fuck yeah. you from a demon. <laughs> what a troll. That's what I'm saying. Like I'd be so mad. I, like at that point, I'm like, oh, "Cool, you're taking a bath, bitch, in water." <laughs> like, how's that feel? Um, but after a few days of this, a priest came over um, because he had some kind of business to do with Ed. Um, the priest saw the doll and asked about it, so Ed told him the story. This priest he began to taunt Annabelle, oh, picking Jesus it up and Christ. playing with it, oh, explaining God. that it is just a doll. There's nothing to be scared of and how all of these things that have happened up up to this point with this doll were just coincidence. Yeah. It's like that, uh it's like the high priest in Castlevania looking Dracula down the eye and being like, You are a fiction. Oh, you are not Jesus. Mm -hmm. Yes. 
Ay, ay, ay. Basically, yeah. Ed received a call a few days later from this priest saying that as soon as he left the Warren's home, he got in a serious car wreck and almost died. It's that meme template of the so, house being on fire and the little girl just smiling at the camera. Yeah. Oh, it gets basically, worse. Oh God. It gets I don't worse. know what it is with Annabelle and cars. Yeah, but it gets worse. <laughs> I think it, it Annabelle does, was a little traumatized after, after that first incident. Oh, you're not. You're not. Yeah, just wait. So after this, uh, this car wreck incident and after mm-hmm. Annabelle almost killed one of Ed's colleagues... Um, Ed and Lorraine Warren constructed a case uh, made of wood that had been treated with holy water and a glass front with a sign that read, do not open under any conditions, which, side note, makes me want to shit myself. Um, (laughs) And which, um, what's his nuts, the the son-in-law does not adhere to? Yeah. At all? Yeah. Yeah. He's opened it before, right? Oh, yeah. It's right on YouTube. Jesus. (laughs) Because I know they're transporting the case, yeah. Um, today and tomorrow, but I don't. I hope they don't take. Oh my god! I hope for they for I listeners, hope they don't this is going to come out. If you ever hear this, this is coming out well afterwards. The doll is being moved on October thirtieth, right? Uh, twenty twenty-two. Twenty-ninth and thirtieth. Yep. So if you hear anything about Annabelle after October twenty-ninth and thirtieth, um, we told you. Don't be surprised. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> One day, a a couple came into the Warren Museum, and the boyfriend in said couple began tapping the case, saying that Annabelle was stupid and that she should scratch him next. While driving home from the Warren's Museum, the man was tragically killed in a car accident. The girlfriend, who did not taunt annabelle survived and um when speaking with ed and lorraine warren stated that at the time of the crash they were currently laughing about the ridiculousness of the doll oh gosh and here's just a little side note before i you know wrap things up if you look up the annabelle case um you'll see a tarot card of the devil stapled to it um Lovely. one day That's ed weird. just went into his basement and did that he never explained why and he died so we'll never know uh, why he just went uh, down there yeah. stapled a tarot card of the devil to it and we'll, we'll, we, we will never know why because he's dead now uh r.i.p annabelle has sat in that case in that museum until today october we're recording this on october 29th 2022 and October 29th and 30th of 2022, she is being moved for the Warren's Seeker of the Supernatural Paracon at the Earth Ballroom at Mohegan oh, Sun. A.K.A. for hundreds of possibly thousands of people to go tap on her glass. And uh, her. Sounds like a great point. Uh, well, not to mention, like, yeah. I get it that she is attached to the doll and that's great. Um, but you know, some dumbass could totally walk up to her and say, Hey, Annabelle, why don't you come home with me? And then she uh, would totally, <laughs> Luke, Luke's dying in the uh, corner. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say, what's stopping her from well, just it, teleporting back to that house? Right now, it's the case. Oh. Yeah, if he leaves it closed. Yeah, one day someone's going to accidentally open it or just be stupid and open it, and then boom, we're right back to where we started. Well, I mean, 
I think if people are willing to throw mashed potatoes on a Van Gogh painting, <laughs> they're willing to throw something at the glass on an animal right. case. Fair. So yeah, and I mean, I don't, I don't think that it's super far fetched. Yeah. No, no, I know. And like I said, like on YouTube, on the Warrens channel that the son-in-law runs or whatever now, like he opens the case for the YouTubers to see her better. <sighs> that's not good. So that's pretty terrifying. I think, I think that this this case in particular is a pretty interesting one just because like i from what i understand before the annabelle case like we don't really have the idea of possessed dolls i mean there are things like voodoo dolls but those weren't like yeah, that's haunted different. or possessed yeah that's different that's just a form of magic if 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 i understand that's not something to be scared of like that's not like that's that's not like a um it's not a spirit in that doll you right know? yeah no voodoo dolls are made for a purpose depending on what that purpose and intent was yeah yeah true true it could be used malevolently yeah. but but it's not inherently malevolent. i think the idea of like the the porcelain like the porcelain doll or whatever being haunted i think that's um i want to say that this is the origin of that yeah that could be because the doll that they used because in like the this, movies, this I think, case was had a lot of publicity doll. it was yeah they didn't use a raggedy no. Ann doll and i don't know if that's because of copyright things like they didn't want to like besmirch the raggedy Ann name or if they just think that, that porcelain sense. dolls are scarier I, porcelain dolls are scarier i think than a raggedy Ann doll because they because yeah, i want to say raggedy Anns are still they made. are but i also think porcelain dolls um are scarier because they are more of a reflection of a human than a raggedy Ann doll that's yeah. just a plushie there's an uncanniness to them yeah uncanny valley yeah exactly when the two ladies had it the nurses still had the doll as well um before the warrens took it they said at one point um they were sitting at the table with the doll because they set the doll at the table because they treated it like a human child after they heard that it was a they thought it was a seven-year-old girl and they said that she lifted her own arms up and put her arms on the table like, uh, wow there's no muscles there's no muscle it's, it's, it's stuffing no mass. it's stuffing it shouldn't <laughs> it shouldn't be able to do that it is cotton oh, golly oh okay here we go annabelle the Raggedy Ann doll, with a dark and twisted history, has been hidden away for decades. Now, it'll make an appearance at Mohegan Sun's Supernatural Paracon. Y'all want to take a road trip? Paranormal investigators Ed and Lorraine Warren deemed the doll demonic and kept it in their occult museum in Monroe for years, displayed in a glass case backlit by a red light. Since the Warrens' passing, however, Annabelle and the hundreds of other cursed items have sat alone. Now, Annabelle has the chance to come out and play during uh. the Warrens' Seekers of the Supernatural Paracon, kicking off at Mohegan Sun's Earth Expo and Convention Center Why on would you Sunday. word it like that? Now, this is um, from WWLP, which is a news station in Connecticut, by the way. Yeah, Connecticut is... there. I don't remember what the town is, but that's where they live. Uh. Yeah. The doll, originally owned by a student nurse back in 1971, was believed to have been inhabited by the spirit of a dead girl named Annabelle. According to the New England Society for Psychic Research, Nesper, we talked about them earlier, Annabelle displayed frightening behavior. It's even been rumored that the doll was responsible for a man's death. They did not mention the fact that, um, Ed on the rain did not say that it was a ghost, that it was a demon, um... Annabelle's story has been passed on for decades, becoming one of the most well-known urban legends in Connecticut. 
It's also been the premise of three movies, Annabelle, Annabelle Creation, and Annabelle Comes Home, while also appearing in films from the Conjuring series. Mm-hmm. Yeah, You know Ed and Lorraine Warren have to be rolling over in their grave. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because everything that I've heard about them, they've been super big on safety. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. They're all about, like, doing this safely. <laughs> they, they, they don't want this to be, like, an attraction. They want this to be, like protected right because like if they can protect these things and keep them hidden it protects the right public. well and that's why lorraine said in one of her interviews that's why they don't destroy the vessels of the that, that are possessed because then you're just releasing that energy to be to go somewhere else correct here's a little tidbit um in addition to annabelle other items from the occult museum will be available for viewing including the shadow doll satanic idol and the haunted dinosaur toy Wh- what there's a haunted dinosaur. And, and I want to say all three of those are not in cases. Oh, lovely. So people can just touch them. Um, Maybe we'll have to do those for a different I want to do the haunted dinosaur. It sounds awesome. But yeah, <laughs> I want to say that those three are not, not in cases, not protected. I want to say they were protected by like the stuff they did to the house and to mm. the basement. So moving those, I think, is pretty, um, pretty not good. <laughs> you know? Makes sense. Yeah. But that's really all I have. Um, do y'all have any any questions, any thoughts? Uh, I think the son-in-law is really needs yeah, to be careful. He's an idiot. Oh, listen, I'm trying to be nice about it. And you don't not... need to be nice about it. He's never well, going to listen to this. Listen, but listen, he might, he might. But either way, I'm just, I'm just gonna say that I really hope that he's gonna be safe about it because, like, I'm obviously he is well aware of the incident of the couple that you know got in the accident. And the guy died because he mentioned it in the video that I watched. Mm-hmm. But like, I don't know. Like, if you're doing, I don't know. It does feel like he's not doing it for educational purposes. No, he's feels doing like it for he's money. Doing it, yeah, it feels like he's doing it for money. Which is how literally every bad guy ends up dying in those movies. That's depressing. <laughs> yeah, I um, I hope. I mean, I know that he has the info, like to take the, 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 the necessary precautions. I mean, he's their son-in-law. Like, why would you risk it? But well, just, another thing I find interesting I that is that we never hear about the daughter. It's always the son-in-law. It's never the daughter. So. Oh. I wonder, like, I don't know anything about the daughter. I don't know, you know, maybe she doesn't. Well, believe. maybe she didn't want to say. Part maybe of it. she was just like, "Fuck this, I'm out of here." Yeah, well, because even, like, in the interviews and stuff, like, it's always the son-in-law, it's never the daughter. Like, you never hear them talk about the daughter or anything, so I don't know... There might be some stuff that they're keeping under wraps that happened well, with that, her. Or that, or, like, she just wants no part of it. Yeah. But I find that interesting. I mean, if I were her, I would want no part of That's it. That's fair. That's completely fair. <laughs> says the human... I mean, says she probably had to grow up in that house said, with that shit. Hey, we should start basement. a paranormal podcast. <laughs> and I'm going to talk about Annabelle. <laughs> I'm not tapping her case. I'm just educating. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. Don't tap the case. That's fair. Yeah, that's fair. Annabelle, if you're listening... Um, you are not welcome here. I don't think you're stupid. Yeah, I don't think you're stupid. But you're also not welcome here. So... Um, Fuck you. Okay. Uh, Why Jesus. did you just tap the glass verbally? <laughs> Brandon. I did You have to live long enough to move to Michigan. Yeah. I'm going to go drive later. <laughs> have fun. Um, oh, gosh. So am I. Yeah, but you didn't make fun of Annabelle. Okay, that's fair. This idiot did. Okay. Yeah. Well, I didn't really make fun of it. 
um you said fuck you i'm gonna go drive later and then laugh about it she's not stupid that's that's making fun (laughs) you know what that's i was gonna say people that's fair and if i get in a car accident Mm -hmm. i will that that's that'll be a good fucking episode that's that you have to live oh my god that's like that's like saying okay listen elon musk is stupid and people make fun of him all the time this is coming from the person that earlier today when we were ready to record uh i told you to breathe and you were like i'll breathe when i'm dead Wait, that's not how that works. <laughs> Shut up. It was a joke. Uh-huh. I, th- I think it was one of those jokes where you realized it after the fact. <laughs> Maybe. Because it took a good second for you to be like, oh, wait a minute. <laughs> I'm tired. I just need a little dirt nap for a minute. Uh, Thank you for listening. Let us know if you like this or not and if we should change things or if it's good the way it is and we should just start posting weekly or something like that. Stay safe. Put salt on your windows and uh, stay spooky, my friends. Or like um, stay spooky. And do not tap yeah, the glass. Do not tap the glass, whatever you fucking Verbally, do. Verbally, metaphorically, literally, don't tap the fucking glass. <laughs>